0: G'day and welcome to Formula Bombs. My name is Jacko and today we are reviewing and previewing. We're reviewing the Belgian Grand Prix and we are pre- and previewing the Zanvortian Grand Prix.
1: Well, the Netherlands Grand Prix. That's
0: the one. Same
1: as Baku. With me is Andy the Interrupter. Andy, how you going, mate? Man, it feels nice to be in this nice little studio-ish dining have, room.
0: This is a bit of an upgrade for us, isn't it? It's better than a bedroom. The whole team's very excited.
1: That's why they're all here. Yeah, there's two
0: of us have shown up for it. Yep. Um, We have a table, chairs. We have two laptops. Two laptops. If you think that's going to make us more intelligent, you're wrong. We couldn't Mm. even figure out how to turn one of them on. Yep. And they'll probably die halfway through. (laughs) Is it? Get all the important facts out at the start, and then we can normally talk. Look, everyone on the team is under the pump at the moment, so this is going to be a bit of a double-up episode. We're going to cover... The race that's just happened and the race that is coming and everything in between in one go. Yep. Just because life's kind of busy right now,
1: isn't it? It's way too fucking busy.
0: All right. So let's begin with a little bit of news, mate. The most important one is very, very simple. Spa's back.
1: Spa, Sort of. It's got a one-year extension on the calendar. It will 100% be there next year, which was fantastic news to drop 30 seconds before lights it up. I tell you what, it definitely, there's no bad time to deliver that news. Oh, no, I reckon 30 seconds before lights out, so there's no time to discuss it. It's just like, oh, Spa's back, and lights out, and away we go. <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton <laughs> is halfway to space. Yeah. We will get into everything that happened in the race, because it was, I want to say, pretty good. Look, after that race, if they don't re-sign it for 10 years next year, they're, they're stupid. Oh, without a doubt, agree. Look, we do love Spa.
0: I think anyone who watched the race last night or whenever you can watch it around the world will realise that while it might not have been the most exciting race per se, watching cars go really, really fast around a really varied, very interesting track does make it more interesting. Yes. So Spa being back for one year is good, but do better. Yeah. Do more.
1: You give Qatar a 10-year deal, why can't you? You gave far? us
0: a 10-year deal too, which we're not saying is a bad idea. Well, I'm saying the Qatar one is. That is, because it's not a great racetrack. Yeah. You but get you know what I mean? How long did they sign Saudi for?
1: Because that's too many years. That's ten, that's however many years you signed it for, too many.
0: I want to say off the top of my head, which you know I'm just pulling a fact out of the air now, seven years.
1: Seven years? Let's Google it. Let's, Let's find go. out. We've got laptops. Until 2025, whenever the fuck that is. That's like three more years. From three now. years, and when it come on? Two years ago. Yeah, so that's a... Five years. Five years. All right, so if you can sign that track for five years, although they are saying it's set to move to a new purpose-built venue in Kira, but wasn't this one a purpose-built venue to any? <laughs>
0: like, I don't know if that's a mark of quality. They're all well, purpose-built. Well, I
1: mean, if it's not a street circuit, maybe it might, you know, do something good. Also, fun fact, highest uh, joint highest fee paid by any venue to hold a Grand Prix. Spa and... No, Saudi. Just Saudi. Oh, right here. What it joint with? Doesn't say. It <laughs> says that they, they pay $55 million per year to have a race there. Surely with $55 million we can get new commentators. You don't
0: like Crafty and Brindle? Might have had an autocorrect error this morning when <laughs> I was texting Andy, and I referred to
1: them as Crafty and Brindle. Which I think is a fantastic name for both of them.
0: Oh, 100%. sold
1: Solderesta. Yes, yeah, Saul Resta was fun too. Or Saul Siesta. Yeah,
0: <laughs> something <laughs> ridiculous. Ted Kosovic or something like that. That was Ned Kostovich. Yeah, yeah, Ned Kostovic. So that's, look, that's the first piece of news. There's and nothing more we can say on that. It's We're the excited. best piece of news. It is. Other exciting piece of news that may or may not be happening is on Monday, which for us, it's nearly the end of Monday, but for Europe, They're I don't actually up. know. They're waking up. So if you're in Europe listening to this live which you're not so this information doesn't apply the deal
1: around pastry should be getting announced in the next 5 to 6 hours from now. No recording. it's not it's not the deal it's the contract recognition board is going to sit down and figure out which contract is valid. That is exactly what I said.
2: <laughs> no because Okay they, so
1: it's so if they if they say no the Alpine contract's valid I don't think Alpine want a driver who has no desire to be there on their books. Why would they? I tell you what, it's going to be a big heel flip. What it's going to mean is McLaren will have to buy out Piastri's contract with Breno before they can even sign him. How much money do you reckon they've put into Australian bank accounts over the last two years? (laughs) Imagine having to pay out two Aussies. (laughs) Oh, mate. (laughs) Well, it's $21 for next year. That's, yeah, for Danny. Yeah. And And what do you
0: reckon you'd sign Piastri at?
1: Two? No, because they'd have to pay out the rent, the Alpine contract. So whatever the Alpine contract is, they'll have to pay. Or they'll have to pay a buyout fee to Alpine, which I can imagine will not be cheaper than a few million.
0: It, it couldn't be because you know they're going in for the cost of all the development they've put into him. There's going to be the actual signing fee itself.
1: And they're French, so they're very spiteful.
0: 100%. And, we, and like as much as that can be a bit of a rough dig, we know that France the government screws with the Monogas government whenever Monaco's up. Yeah. So they're they're spiteful. Yeah, and good at protests. Yep. Yeah. They're big fans of that. I look, honestly, I don't know what result's going to come of this. My gut's leaning towards that McLaren's
1: gonna have to pay him out. I just can't see it being a clean getaway. Neither. I think I think it will be. McLaren is going to have to fork out a lot more than they probably initially intended. Um, Alpine's going to walk away a little bit richer. And then they need to figure out who's going to be driving for them next year. The money's on Pierre Gasly. Which Odd. is the
0: only other piece of news we could find is that Alpine is super hungry for
1: Pierre. Which, I, which is obviously a knock-on replacement. I really it hope it is. Be. Because it should be Pierre and Danny at Alpine. I think that's a fantastic team, a hundred percent.
0: Quite literally, the most likable team on the grid.
1: Yeah, one will even like everything Danny does, <laughs> <laughs> and they clearly get along. Yeah, there's I, a lot of respect there. I'd love to see it. Could I'm, you imagine the team meetings? Danny walks in, Pierre Gasly every day. Yeah, it wouldn't fun. cope. It'd, it'd be funny.
0: Love to see it. I mean. Alpine going after... Because
1: I'm a massive Pierre Gasly fan. Who isn't? I heard Ocon isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Um,
0: I would... I think my viewpoint on the Gasly staying at AlphaTauri, turning that into a really... That kind of version of my thinking starting to fall away now that we've seen Pierre not be suited to the vehicle and he's had a really shocking year. He has. It's not been fun. I mean, even even this race was not great. He was kind of just hanging
1: around. Yeah, but he did. He ended up with points. And he came from pit lane.
0: Yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe this was a good race for Pierre.
1: I'm thinking I'm just lumping the
0: whole season on him. But it's been a shocker. Or an unlucky year. Because Monaco, unfortunately, had to start near the back. Awesome race. First person overtake, first on the internet. this is starting from the pit lane, still did okay. But I'm starting to agree more with you and the sort of the other pundits out there where it's like, mate, go to a team that clearly wants you to step forward.
1: Look, there's, a, there's an easy solution to this. And I proved it in the new F1 manager. I've game. been
0: saying it for years.
1: Tear up Ocon's contract, sign Pierre, and bring Danny in as well. It's all you need to do, and you'll get Danny on unders as well because Danny just got a very nice twenty-one million dollar payout. A hundred percent. Also, like I've been saying it for weeks, this is Ocon's
0: fault. This <laughs> is <all laughs> fault. Hundred percent, Ocon's fault. And he's just sitting there being like, "I've got a grandstand, I've got a long contract, he's killing it, he's got a punchable face."
1: Yeah, Max has a couple of things to say about that, doesn't <laughs> he? <laughs> Although Max has a punchable face, too. Now, keep in mind, I say that as a Max fan. Oh, 100%. But he has a punchable face.
0: Look, it's Australian culture. You judge everyone on the value of how punchable their head is. I don't know why we do it, but 100%. Max in the club, you think about it. Yeah. The voice is bobbing your head just like, give him a smack.
1: But then you realise who it is, and you're like, ah, I can't do that. Yeah, and also, you, I really like you. Yeah, you're a good bloke.
0: Do you know what? It's not good when... You're more of a fan of someone when they have a helmet on than when they have it on. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, when that kid's got a helmet on, he's not as punchable. No. Second it comes off, I mean, he's he punchable. Maybe he just needs a really dark tinted visor at all times to kiss. So we can't see his head. Let's talk about the race, though. All right. Give us a rating. What, what's your gut instinct telling you? You watched well, it last night live. Okay, Most watching
1: minutes. it live last night, and what what happened to me, I'd say it's about a two out of ten because I fell asleep at like twenty and woke up at Park Ferme but it felt like a glitch in the matrix because one second I'm watching the race, the next minute Max is on his roof going, "Yeah, I won!" So it felt like you nodded, yeah, I literally nodded, and the race was done. <laughs> I um, look, I I enjoyed it. No, but I went back and rewatched it, so I enjoyed it. It was a good race.
0: It's a good race. Spa's just such a good location to race in. It's got the most elevation out of any track. It looks like an oozy. Looks like it. It does look like an oozy. I've never thought of that. It looks like a submachine gun.
1: Yep. And
0: it's a long lap. Like it's genuinely interesting to have a 44 lap
1: race. Yeah. And it being nearly 2 minutes to get around the bloody thing.
0: Yeah, it it is I want to say uniqueness is the same level as Monaco
2: because
0: Monaco is a track like unlike no other and Spa definitely slots into that category. There's no other track quite like it. The gravel trap at the end of the turn one, was it? I think so. Turn one didn't see a huge amount happen around there, but that Carlos made the apex. He made the apex, but that means it did its job. It kept people sticking to the racing line in that part of the track Qualifying. I know you didn't watch it. No. I watched it. Here are my conclusive notes on it. It was fine, but it was very confusing because about 60 people had engine penalties.
1: 60 people in a 20-people 20, 20 race. Dude, engineers were starting from the back of the PLA. <laughs> um, Did Burt to get an engine penalty? Oh, he's gone,
0: man. The, <laughs> he's out. He's out. He's suspended, no super license. Look, qualifying was a mess. It's interesting because some drivers saw this as a huge opportunity. Okay, some of the big boys are not going to be able to start from the front. This is my opportunity. So you see a little bit more lift from lower to midfield teams. You don't see a dire from the big teams. Max and Charles were still out there racing to guarantee that they started in front of each other. So it was this really weird game of qualifying. There was qualifying for race pole position. Yep. But then there was also essentially qualifying for the championship rivals at the back who actually started last. On top of that, after the qualifying, about another two people fiddled with the cars and they all got penalties too.
1: Yep. And by two people, you mean both the Aftiaries. Yes.
0: Which essentially meant qualifying looked like this on paper. You had Max on pole. Carlos, Sergio, Charles, Esteban, Fernando, Lewis, George, Alexander, Lando, Danny, Pierre, Joe, Stroll, Shumi, Seb,
1: Latifi, K-Mag, Yuki, and VB. I don't like that. You just glossed over a big one there. What? Alexander Albon being in Q3. In a Williams. Look, I can sum that up very quickly. Yes,
0: the Williams is the fastest on the straights. That Mm -hmm. means one of two things. Either it's a really fast car, but we know the Mercedes isn't fast. Here's what that actually means. Their engineers are like, man, we just can't get any downfalls, and this is the one track that that actually really helped them. They're like, oh, we can't get the car to grip. But there's about four kilometers of straights here, so let's get going. Fair enough. <laughs> Look, he got into Q3. I've been an Albon fan since I first jumped into the sport. I jumped into the year. I re-jumped in the year he moved. Pierre so the Pierre Albon year. So, his rookie year. His rookie year. That's when I kind of jumped in. Love his mindset. Love his story. He's a really good racer. It's nice to see him do things in that car that shouldn't be done. And I'm really glad because it's also breaking the George Russell spell.
1: The George Russell. Roy Russell spell. Oh,
0: hi. Because George could do things in that Williams and people are like, oh, that shouldn't be possible. Alex has done more incredible things in that Williams, taking it. The whole race on one set of tyres. Uh, that's pretty, pretty phenomenal. Again, I mean, Latifi, he's pumped that up into Q3, but that's because he was the last person to run in the dry before everyone had to run in the wet. So there was yeah. nothing that could be done there. Albon, credit to him. The grid, though, very, very different from qualifying. So Carlos got promoted to pole. Yep. Sergio started in second. So pretty good front row. Mm-hmm. Second row. Very interesting. Fernando and Lewis,
1: ex-teammates,
0: so you, both world
1: champions. You you essentially had Spa in the top three. Saints, Perez, Alonso.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Initial-wise, you can spell Spa <laughs> with it. Now we need to go back through every race and see if that's ever happened again. Probably not. Yeah, Fernando and Lewis on the second row. Third row was Russell and Albon. So Albon started in sixth. In a Williams. In a Williams. Now, 15 years ago, you'd go, oh, six? Yeah, of course
1: they did. Because we were back in the day, used to be killers. I was going to say, yeah, did you do that? George and I remembered Spa last year. I love the fact that the commentators brought up that
0: last year's Spa is still his best result in a car ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one time he didn't race. <laughs> then, something that filled me with a lot of joy but didn't end the way I wanted it to, Danny and Pierre, 7th and 8th. Potential, the potential of that. Stroll and Seb, 9 and 10.
1: Latifi 11th with K-Mag next to him. Is that his best? Oh, no, he got in Q Q3, never mind. Yep.
0: K-Mag and VB, gentlemen just hanging out the back. Love to see it. So VB went from 20th to 13th. That's how it's seven penalties
1: total to begin this race. And if you think about it, he only ever used one set of softs. Yeah. Man. I'll get into it later. Yep. Please you know do. what I'm about to say.
0: 100% right? I do. you <laughs> got the look on your face. Then we come into our penalty qualifying. So pole position penalty in 14th was Max We Charles
1: next to him. No, Charles was behind him. Because 13-14. Oh,
0: 13-14. Sorry. Oh, my God. My number's terrible. I've been reading the driver numbers. <laughs> No wonder why they do not make any sense. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, 13-14 VB max. Charles directly behind with Ocon. Yep. Lando and Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Mick and Yuki at the back. So, the Alpha Tauris fiddled with their car. I think Pierre took electronics. No, he had an electronic issue. Electronic issue. So, they had to start him from the pit lane. And Yuki also started from the pits, didn't
1: he? Yeah, I believe the penalty Yuki took forced him to start from the pits.
0: Yep. So that's what I mean. It was a very interesting qualifying because whatever happened on paper, it didn't matter.
1: Maybe what they should go do going forward is they have a random 7 card draw at the end of the qualifying and they just push them to the back of the grid. Because <laughs> the that, that race was sort of really interesting because of the, the out-of-whack grid position. Look, it
0: was really interesting for what? Six laps?
1: Well, I mean... <laughs> Before it was like, and they're back in order. Well, no, there was one in order. The rest struggled they to They could never through. catch up, could they? No one could catch him this weekend. But that's how the race began, basically.
0: Now, before we jump into the team's talk, let's just talk about lap one in isolation. Because there's a lot to unpack. A lot happened on lap one. First corner, everything's fine.
1: Well, no, no. You've got to go back to the start, start. So, lights go out. Carlos makes a really, really good jump. Uh, Perez is hard to the left before the lights go out because he's he's trying to make a line for that inside line. He nearly runs Alonso off the damn track going into turn one. However, so Sergio then has to put the brakes on hard. He ends up behind both the Mercs, which then allows Lewis to get a really good run out of La Source up O'Rouge on Fernando, who is currently in second. And then <laughs> someone decided it he was not going to once again give someone some room. And Lewis Fernando came, looked at him and went, hey, mate, fuck
0: you. And sent Lewis him came, flying. Because Lewis came around the outside. Yes. Lewis came around the outside. Fernando was already on the curb. He was already on the racing line. There was no space. And Fernando was just like, I'll see you in Hellspace, cowboy. <laughs> Did not move a millimetre. Lewis connected rear wheel to
1: Fernando's front. No, I thought it was Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. Yeah, it was. I remember that bit. And then he went up. Launched. Like also,
0: I mean we've made a lot of jokes about it. Very nearly flipped him again. Or very nearly a second car flip. That car was it was forty five degrees rear in the air.
1: Probably a bit more than forty five degrees. And all the weights back there to the front of the car's way, nothing. Man, Lewis's back must be fucking dust (laughs) now. Oh my God. When he landed, Jesus. That's what the cranes are for. It's to get him <laughs> out of the car.
0: Put him out. That busted his car to pieces. Couldn't really finish the lap.
1: Yeah. You can hear Bono on the radio later. Stop, 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 stop. stop the car.
0: Which doesn't happen often. No. Uh, and
1: then Fernando,
0: being Fernando doing Fernando things, unaffected, decided to spray the ever-living shit out of Lewis on the radio. And I believe, I'm going to paraphrase here, was something along the lines of, That man only knows how to start and race in first. No, you know what? I'm going to get the fucking quote because I tweeted it. Thank you. So, the quote is, what an idiot closing the door from the outside. I mean, we had a megastar, but this guy only knows how to drive and start in first. So, that came over the radio. What happened later, though? Because that's not the
1: end. So, it was lap 32, I believe. Oh no no no! This I know, is, what, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. About. Okay, this is Daddy Al- Alonzo. So we get through to the lap one. We get through lap one, and safety cars coming up because of another stupid incident caused by a stupid man on the grid named Nicholas Latifi. It
0: was honestly that
1: encapsulates
0: so much of that man's racing career. Long story short, which is hard to do because it's an incredibly short. Sorry. He just went off the road and hit the grass.
1: I, I want to get back to the Alonzo thing before we go on that because I've got a rant about little Teefee to come. Okay. So we'll come back to the Lil Teefee thing. So we get into the safety car procedure. Everyone's slowly going around the, the track. Uh, coming up to the turn onto the Mega Straight leading up to the bus stop chicane, Alonso sees a dejected Lewis Hamilton walking along the side of the road. And what does Daddy Fernando do? You naughty, naughty boy, while he waves his finger. <laughs> Still,
0: that man must be so attuned to driving race vehicles because every time the camera's on him in a car, he's not paying attention
1: to driving one bit. <laughs> like, he's, he's looking at something else. He's seeing someone who's done something stupid and is just telling them off. I had a bit of a shower thought thinking about that today. Oh, yeah?
0: Alonso is a, is a toxic person. Yes. Fair enough, right? We love him. He's clearly got some attitude problems. I'm starting to believe that Fernando Alonso may not want F1 to exist without him. (laughs) And I think he knows he doesn't have forever left. I genuinely believe he is Ron (laughs) Swansoning this sport from the inside. He's infiltrated and he's tearing it apart from the inside because when he retires... He doesn't want any more F1. <laughs> in fact, I reckon after he didn't win three in a row, he's like, that's it. I know what I want from the rest of my life. I need to be in a competitive car so this sport will no longer exist. Think about it. Russia. It's just cutting corners. L plan. L plan is simple. Fernando Alonso is F1. There's a. It's a flow chart. The next line goes to No Alonzo and then it just says No F one. That's the whole flowchart. That's it. That's his operating procedure, because that man is just cruising around, driving trains, <laughs> stirring people up, hands out, hands outside of the amusement park ride, <laughs> telling people
1: what he thinks. Did Did you see the after the grid came out? Someone on Reddit decided to do a little meme, and it was the Belgian track. And science is well out in front. And then there's <laughs> the Alonzo train from second back. <laughs> I
0: did see that.
1: And I looked at it and me being an idiot looked at it and I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: no, I genuinely looked at it. I was like, I don't remember him being that far ahead, but I guess that person wouldn't lie. So it was <laughs> let's talk about, cause we still got one more thing to talk about in that one before you talk about the teams.
1: Yeah. And that's the, the Valtteri incident.
0: Yeah, man. Like, I know you've got a rant. Well, I was heartbroken. It, it was his birthday. It was his, his birthday. birthday. So it was VB's birthday today. Turned 21 again. It's, it's like, like seven years in a row. You i th- like 13 years in a row. I have no idea how old that man he's is. In his, he's in his 30s. It's so hard to tell though.
1: I know. He got his race ended by essentially being punted off the track and beaching in a gravel trap. And it wasn't even his fault. No. Because our second favourite punching bag, who... By the way, got talked up by Yost Capito to the point where he was like, oh, yeah, I'd offer him a new contract if he's interested. Decided he was going to go off the road a little bit and spin out when no one really was around him. And then no one was there. He was trying to pass. Well, Ocon was actually getting past him, and he's gone off the track, dipped one wheel into the grass, spun out. And has unfortunately catapulted across the track too.
0: Like he cut, yeah. str- he slung slung shot from the right hand side of the track to the grass,
1: and he blitzed across
0: the whole width of the race. Yeah, and
1: Valtteri did everything in his power to avoid the incident, and unfortunately, in doing so, beached his car. He got hit. There was a, there was a slight like one Alright, Well, I thought he didn't hit, but anyway,
0: on replay, there was definitely a sound that sounded like he got clipped.
1: Either way, that might have been the initial floor contact in the ground. Either way, this stupid <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> has ruined Valtteri Bodass's birthday yes. by being an incompetent sack of shit.
2: Yeah.
0: Look, normally I'm the dude who's like, you know, everybody is likable. Man, I'm not real happy with him at the
1: moment. Because he
0: finished the fucking
1: race. Because that's the thing. He finished the race.
0: He, he finished the race. Bre- he drove last. and he drove away. Do you know what? Like, any
1: real man would have just fucking given up. Yeah. I just ruined Valtteri's birthday. I'm done. Yeah. Like, and I know people hearing that would be like, that's an act of insanity to do that. It's,
0: yes, but it's also insane to be one of the best drivers on the planet, right? One of the 20th best humans who can drive. That's what you're there to do. And on that one, yeah, you know, your tires are a bit cold, but you fucking know that. You know what your car feels like on that one. What number race is this? It's over 10. 14. 14, right? That car hasn't had significant changes to how it handles. It was just a complete rookie mistake that most rookies don't make. I can't stand it. I can't stand him anymore. Me neither. And now because it, it's, and yes, I know it's hypocritical because if he'd taken Stroll out, comedy gold.
1: Fucking, hilarious.
0: Fucking hilarious. But now you're taking out other drivers. Proper drivers. People, proper drivers.
1: Stick to taking out Stroll. Honestly. Or don't do it. Or Yeah. <laughs> Either yeah. take out Stroll or don't do it. There's your two options.
0: Yeah. Without doubt. And I don't think it's that hard to ask. Because we're not even asking you to finish a fucking race at this point. No. mate. <laughs> We've given up on that. We don't even expect you to finish. We're just, when you crash, don't ruin anyone else but Stroll.
1: Because at least we can have a laugh at that point.
0: Because that's the thing. There's... N- 18 drivers where we're like, oh no, we could see you in the right vehicle getting on the top step. There's no doubt about it. Mm. Put Danny in one of the cars, he'd be a race winner again. You put Lewis in that Red Bull, he'd win it. You put Seb in one of those top two cars, if you gave Seb that Ferrari,
1: same results, because it's not the Ferrari Uh, that's wrong. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to call out that I might be wrong about everything in this sport except Ferrari. What did I say last week? That they wouldn't change. And they they didn't.
1: No change. But we'll and get we'll, into that later. We shall. But the, look, the two long didn't listen. Latifi is shit. Hamilton went to space. And Alonzo's king. Absolutely. They spar in a
0: nutshell. There you go. In fact, the rest of the team talk is kind of irrelevant. Because that's what happened. Now that's it. Let, let us talk about the teams, though. All right. So I know we've already spoken about one of their drivers. But
1: let's finish off with Alfa Romeo. So Joe came in in fourteenth in a very, very forgetful race. He did,
0: but I don't think unsuccessful. Yes, it was a forgettable weekend because nothing
1: much happened. But, but for he, a rookie in a pretty average car, that's about where you want to be, right? And he also finished on the lead lap. Like that's a, that's an achievable thing for a non-point scoring finish. That's as good as it gets, right? Yeah, we for have, a rookie. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. It, Show it was acceptable, like yeah, probably points would have been nice for them this weekend, but I don't think it was on the cars once VB got taken out. No, and the, their qualifying wasn't great. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't the best. So well, I, I mean, mean VB I,
1: came dead last in qualifying. Well, high speed track, high speed stability issues is still an issue with Alfa Romeo. And there's
0: this track has lots of all of it. Yeah, of every part, every part of a racetrack can be found in Spa, except for banked corners but there's cambered corners.
1: And straight circuits. There's no there's no barrier right up against it at any point. There really. isn't,
0: but that's not what you're looking for in a circuit. I know. That's no want s- to say that. No. So, because, yeah, Joe came off
1: the line in 18th? Yep. And he finished 14th, 14th. so four places. Acceptable, right?
0: I'm, I'm, and you can I'm quite credit, happy with it. you can
1: credit two of those, one to Boucher and one to Lewis. So he, he essentially made up two positions.
0: Fine.
1: Fine. Look. Acceptable. And again, it's it's, your rookie. You're supposed
0: to be learning. You're supposed to be making mistakes. You're supposed to be doing all those things. He doesn't make a huge amount of mistakes. He's got, he might not be the quickest driver, but he's very competent behind the wheel of a car. He's quite smooth. He's not super erratic. It's like you never really see him coming sideways out of a corner being like, yo, who's that in the
1: background? Yeah. It's not like he's Yuki.
0: No, not quite. And you know, with Yuki, what are you seeing now? Two?
1: Yeah, it's his second and last. Yeah.
0: Still making those errors, still not really seeing any mental growth.
1: Well, actually, no. I, I reckon if Alpine get Pierre, I reckon Yuki will have to stay. You can't have two rookies going into Tari. You really can't. They've tried that before and it wasn't too great.
0: No. And there's still like – and I don't want to remove – much from Yuki as a competent race driver, but there is, you know, we've got paid drivers. This is the a political driver on the grid in regards to the relationship between Honda and the powertrains.
1: I guess so. But that's not going to be relevant, so
0: VB, we've already spoken about. I just kind of want to give that man, like, a, another shout out. Like, just keep doing what you're doing, VB. Hey, man, happy birthday for yesterday. Yeah, and also happy birthday, bro. We're sorry a Canadian ruined it for you. You didn't deserve that. No. You didn't deserve what George did to you at Spa. No, it was Imola. Imola. You didn't deserve what Mercedes did to you, mate. If there's anyone who should like be honorary world champion of our hearts, it's probably VB at yep. this point. Massive fan. Haas
1: another forgettable weekend. Car just Yeah. It, it, no, yeah. It, they both come out and said that the car just wasn't there for him. It's not their sort of circuit. So, I think um when it comes to Monza, it won't be their sort of circuit either, which is sort of a shame. But yeah, so KMAG came out said this isn't the type of track. Ah, uh, this type of track really isn't our track. So we tried what we could, but didn't really have the pace today. All in all, hasn't been the best of weekends. I'm looking forward to the next race. Mick said it was frustrating not having any top speed compared to the cars around him, but it's great to be here driving in front of so many people. Some German, I think it this. It was a circuit-specific that we really struggled this weekend.
0: Yeah. I don't think Haas is the same team they were last year or the year before. They're
1: still a better team.
0: They're 100% a better team. And, yeah, they're now in that process of, okay, our car isn't an absolute brick
1: anymore. Let's try and figure out where the issues are. Let's try and
0: figure it out. And clearly they're prioritizing certain track layouts to other ones. It's not fair to expect this team to be jumping from dead last or scraping for dead last every year Mm -hmm. to jumping back into the middle of the midfield. What I do want to say about Haas overall is both drivers are good enough to go to the next level of the team. The team is clearly motivated and feeling the best it's ever been. Gunter looks like a massive weight is off his shoulders, even with these
1: not great performances. They're still doing better. Also, Gunter said, on a high-speed track where we need low drag, our car is just not good enough this year. We'll try and make it up next week at Zandvoort, where the car should be better, suited to the race. The track is more like Austria and Silverstone where we did well. Yep. Flat. Flat and open. Yeah. It seems to be... Or oh, I mean, Austria's got a bit of a hill, but it's not mountain climbing. And there's also some slow corners that do suit the Haas. Yep. Yeah, especially you, that middle sector in Austria. And you're not you're not fly, like like you said that you need low drag at uh, Spa, they just don't have that. So we can we can attest from that. That Monza's going to be a shocking weekend for them.
0: Yeah, cuz you essentially want the lowest profile thing in the world. Yeah, you want a
1: you want a flat wing basically.
0: Yep. Monza's probably not going to be great. Zandvoort will see a little bit better. I'm still very much on the Haas hype train.
1: Oh yeah, I reckon Singapore they'll do really well if it works out. I think so. And Provided the car doesn't overheat and explode. Yeah,
0: like it's going to be a real test Singapore with some of the reliability we've And it's a Ferrari.
1: (laughs) Speaking of which. The big boys. Man, I'm I'm glad you picked that they are going to remain hopeless because it's so funny to watch this team. I mean, they
0: straight Mattia straight up told the entire world that they weren't going to get better from this. Nothing needs to be done with our processes and management. And then look at what happened this weekend. They did nothing on their processes and manage. I, cu- I tell you what they did decide to do. I think they realized they weren't making the best calls, so they decided, let's let Charles and Carlos make every decision. Yeah, the amount of
1: questions they ask these poor boys while they're trying to
0: drive. And, like, clearly they've heard that everyone's like, you guys need to work on your communication. So what have they started doing? Pronouncing punctuation. That's yeah. what they fucking started doing. Something, something, something. Question. John. It's like, (laughs) yeah, we know it's a question. You didn't tell us anything. Yeah. And that's all they've changed. They've added in another word to the sentence. They just say the punctuation now.
1: (laughs) It's so stupid. Who do you want to start with? Look, let's start with the the obvious fail, which is, well, actually, no, Carlos probably probably did well. He probably didn't listen to him half the time, did he? (laughs) But we didn't really see Carlos towards the back end. He was just sort of in his own little thing with George. And then he eventually broke away from George and was just on his own. He did. Look, I mean, he got a podium. Yeah, he did. He got third. I don't...
0: That's... For the state of Ferrari and for how bad everyone knows the decision-making is, the fact that you can still get that bad boy home in third when... George was having a particularly good one. Mm-hmm. Max was at his absolute best. Checo was on fire. You know what
1: I mean? Like, yeah, like it's pretty good that he's done that. However, their lead driver has just... He has to be on his way out, doesn't he? His contract's up in 2025. Do you see him re-signing at this point? Yes. I do.
0: I do. I... I know Ferrari isn't improving a huge amount, but that doesn't mean everything they've attempted has failed. Yes, their management is still shit house.
1: Their strategy is atrocious. What strategy? However, exactly,
0: Mattia came out and said all well, our focus is on the car. Now that car is very competitive. Yes, it blows up on occasion, but everyone's does. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like, okay. They he said he was going to make parts of it better. That's happened.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now let's let's fix the real issue with Ferrari, which is your strategy calls are woeful at
0: best. They are. That's why I think
1: he'll resign, right? Because I think at the end of this
0: year, when all these things sit down for massive reviews, and you know they wheel in fucking cryogenically frozen Enzo and put a microphone to him, the discussion is going to be: What was the biggest issue this year? Was it the car? And they'll go. Well, it was a reliability, and any intelligent person will go, okay, well, how many points did you lose to reliability? 80. Okay. How many
1: points did you lose due to dumb strategy? Uh, 300. 300. Yeah.
0: Then, right? Because that's the thing. These are F1 teams that are owned by companies. Yes. Ferrari owns Ferrari F1 team. You don't make one model of car a year and recall every car you've ever made Without knowing how to have a successful business, I know. But I look. I think that by 2025, Ferrari, the corporation, will have made a decision around the F1 team to be like, no one believes you anymore. That it's the car. The car's great.
1: Yeah, but by 2025, Mercedes will have their shit together, and we'll be under Mercedes dominance again. I
0: mean, probably that this was Charles's
1: best, and I really meant this is his best year to win the championship. And all they're doing is calling him in for a chance at fastest lap and putting him behind Fernando Alonso, which means he doesn't get fastest lap. And get a penalty for speeding and in the pit get, lane. And got a penalty for speeding in the pit lane.
0: Like, well, well, he did get an award for being the fastest at one point on the track. The award was five seconds for speeding <laughs> in the pit lane. But <laughs> at one point. point, he did have the fastest pit. Entry speed. Yeah, and transit time because he came in hot. <laughs> also, fun fact about the the pit thing, it's not when you hit the line within two seconds of hitting the marker. So you have a little bit of time to drop speed again. But we're talking thousands of a second. Yes, these guys
1: can operate in thousands of a second, but they can't think in it. No No human can. Well, their fucking team manager can't think in more than minutes at a time. Uh, What do you think about these tyres? Do you think you can go five more laps on them? Yeah. All right, we're going to pull you in. Okay. (laughs) It's just... Yeah, I don't know. Look, Bobo the monkey would be a better strategist than... Honestly, me.
0: spin a wheel. At this point, just have pit or don't pit. Spin that and I reckon you'll be more accurate. So dumb. It is and it it's hard to see because
1: Ferrari and F1 go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Could you imagine if Ferrari gets a shit and so just pulls out a Ferrari? F1 because they can't deal with this anymore.
0: Yeah, i tell you who will signed that contract. Fernando will. If anyone
2: pulls <laughs> Ferrari
1: out of F1, it's fucking Fernando Alonso. He'll somehow be on the board of directors and rip him out. Did you hear what he said about it when they asked him? Nah. At the, in the post-race, they asked him about Charles's pitting to get the fastest lap. And Fernando says, yeah, Ferrari has some strange strategies, don't they?
0: That means hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that means still hurt from Ferrari. It's got a, It's an act of hubris now to sign for a Ferrari, right? Yeah. Also, the obvious solution to all this silly season, the one thing we haven't spoken about, every time Danny moves, who also gets screwed over? Carlos. Yeah, Danny to Ferrari, confirmed. I know. I'm calling can- it now. That because, didn't hurt. Because Danny's left, which means every time Danny's moved, it's ruined Carlos.
1: No one is speaking about the possibility... Didn't they just re-sign Carlos for two more years? Doesn't matter. That
0: only applies to Ocon. Contracts <laughs> only apply to Ocon in this sport for
1: some reason. The only one we wish it didn't apply to. But it
0: does. I'm saying now. Danny, to Ferrari, Carlos, Alpine. There you go. <laughs> you hate it. I do. I fucking hate it. But it's not crazy, is it? It's not. It's Think about, about it. I've got evidence, too, because I've got two driver moves in the last... Four years when this has happened to poor Carlos. And we're not talking about... Let's talk about Charles, though.
1: So his race was
0: compromised
1: to begin with. His race was compromised before any of us even realised. And it was compromised by a certain Max Verstappen. I don't think on purpose, but I like to think it was. Here's the thing. There's no way you could do that
0: on purpose if you tried.
1: Which means you did it on purpose. There's only
0: one person in the world who could actually pull off something like that.
1: And it was Max Verstappen. Do you want to explain what he did? I
0: did. These drivers have what are called tear-offs on visors. Now, if you ride dirt bikes, you'll understand exactly what they are. They're little pieces of film that cover your visor and you can tear them off when it starts getting gunked up because these guys don't have windscreens and there's nothing blocking their face. Imagine the bugs and the dust and all that sort of shit. So, they've got a stack of them on there. Tiny-ass piece of plastic. What normally happens is the driver will rip them off and you'll see their fingers pop up above the halo and they'll drop it. Yep. So if you ever see the drivers doing this weird wave thing on the streets, they're pulling tear-offs off. That's or what it's doing.
1: Fernando waving off at someone or it's, else.
0: Yeah, but thing, you'll know it's Fernando doing that because there'll be a driver crashed on the side <laughs> of the road somewhere <laughs> that he's getting up. Now, this piece of plastic, in older generations of F1 cars, due to their aero, would be sucked towards the front of the car and then catapulted up above them because all the air went above the car.
2: With mm-hmm.
0: These new cars, the air gets sucked into the car down under and through it. Yes, some still goes over, but the majority of the air comes down, and a less than one gram piece of plastic is very affected by air. Charles's car has sucked in Max's tear off, wedged it in the brake duct, causing it to overheat and catch fire. <laughs> it is the most incredible drop in motorsport racing history.
1: And if you don't believe us, go to Reddit because there's someone showing Max tearing it off and then circling it as Charles is driving over the top of it.
0: Some absolute psychopath has gone frame by frame to figure out what went wrong. Not even Ferrari, I reckon, knew it was Max's tear off. I don't even think the F1 teams know yet. I just think the internet knows because some absolute madman was like, as you can see here in this frame, it's entering the front of the vehicle. And in this frame, you can see it now,
1: not in the vehicle. And here's the rear camera. There's nothing behind. <laughs> so on top of this, uh, one of the interviewers has asked Max about this after the race. Of ah, course <laughs> they did. And so Max says the dust on the first lap meant he had to rip off the, tear, the visor tear straight away. In other news, Leclerc was behind him and it got stuck in his air vent. And Max's response was, oh, I hope it wasn't mine. <laughs> I mean, of course.
0: Also, I do want to have a quick little chat about the standard of F1 journalism. And I'm going to blend two teams together here, but I think this is the best time to talk about it. I'm not a Netflix fan. I've made that very clear. don't know why. It's fantastic. I've actually got a genuine reason why. Yesterday, during the race, we saw two incidences of F1 journalists doing the Netflix style of trying to create drama for the sake of it. Why did you pull that tariff off These drivers go through about 30 of them a race each. Why do they pull them off? Because they have to. There's your answer. Why did you take your tariff off Because I couldn't see. Mm. There is no way in hell any driver knew that could be a new effect. No. The teams clearly didn't even come up on it because this is how inconsequential tear-offs are to the sport. The other issue that really annoyed me, and we'll talk more about the incident in depth when we get to it, was the, the Hamilton and Alonso coming together.
1: And what Pinkman did.
0: Yeah, and I like
1: her too. And I don't think I don't anymore.
0: This one really left a sour taste in my mouth because Lewis has just got back to the paddock. He walked like the whole way.
1: Very long walk at Spa. Massive trap. Very funny to have a cameraman right behind him following him too. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's idea that was, perfect. Chef's kiss. <laughs> that was if you made him follow him the whole way back and not speak to him, beautiful. But also,
0: that's perfect. Leave the drivers alone. <laughs> As soon as he goes back, Natalie goes, I want to have a chat. And she goes, no worries. And she goes, so what's your take on it? Because Alonzo said, this, and he went, I don't care what he said. It's not about that. I've watched the replays. I didn't leave enough space. It's on me. And this is why, yes, Netflix has bought a huge amount of popularity. Support, but this is also why I don't like them doing a docu series. Because now it's bleeding into real journalism where they know how much drama will sell in this sport. That inter rivalry is what Netflix
1: has built themselves
0: on. No.
1: Season one was great. No, but what I want to get at is the idea of a docu series is a fantastic idea. And if you just follow and state the facts, it would sell itself. It's it's a incredible sport, fast cars. There's gonna be drama, there's gonna be tension, but you don't need to make it up. There's my issue. They
0: sell it as a docu-series. But then it's a
1: reality TV show. And now it's bleeding over
0: into the actual global feed. And I don't want to be the person to tell people who does jobs and things like that. But like, ask the drivers their thoughts on their part. Yeah. It's not your role to be like, oh, did you hear what he said? Every driver who's jacked up on adrenaline, moving over 300 kilometers an hour, who's nearly had their race ended... Isn't gonna be lovely on
1: the radio. No, he's gonna call you an idiot. Or what? Did, what did Max drop? He dropped a an R bomb, didn't he? On Stroll. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, they, they drop really not so nice things. Of course they do. And also, think, think about when we're driving and someone only runs off off the road. What we call people? Yeah, hundred percent. they
0: Like that's the thing. Cars make humans angry. Yeah. Also, shout out Lewis. That is absolutely how you handle a question thrown at you like that. Yeah, you just thought, yeah, my fault, my bad, shit happens. It's not, but, yep, accepting responsibility for what was clearly his mistake. Yep. But also going to the journalist be like, that's not what we're here about. Like, that's an ex-teammate. He's a legend of the sport. Lewis is clearly a legend of the sport. Mm. It's not about, it's about the racing, and I did the wrong thing. And I just, I know sometimes we rail on that dude, but when they're talking about, world championship class that's what it looks like yeah
1: and that's how you do it so and then if you're gonna do that you need to sour point toto because toto bought into it and said yeah that's what seven time world champions are made of it's like yeah but you don't need to say that mate
0: no like toto just sit back and be like lewis made a mistake
1: yeah you don't need to dramatize it yourself you and karen do it enough as it is oh yeah and that's what (laughs) i mean like
0: have, has everyone involved in this sport
1: forgotten that the reason we watch it is because we fucking like racing? Yeah. That's what happened at the end of Abu Dhabi last year. We went motor racing.
0: And it was great. Oh, no! no one had a bad time.
1: Well, one I, of can f- th- I think of one person One who had of the bad few time. times that everybody in the world was happy. <laughs> <laughs> happy. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing the Max Verstappen championship hat. Because he's there's the not world many, champion. There's not many photos of us out there, Andy. How many sports are you wearing on your body right now? All right, so I've got the West Ham jersey because they finally won last time. <laughs> Even though I will say luckiest fucking goal I've ever watched. I've got a Red Bull Racing Formula One hat and a Red Bull Racing Supercars jacket. You wearing your bull shorts? No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> I am
1: just wearing plain Adidas shorts. Sport adjacent. Sport Jason This man knows his sports. It's one of the bad things about doing a
0: podcast with you is I like making stuff up and hate being held accountable. I held you accountable. You don't forget anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to just kind of sum up Ferrari's weekend. It's going to be like this all year. It's not going to get better. It's oh, not going to get
1: worse. I'm just I'm getting a little bit in my ears. Uh, they're checking for what their race is going to be like <sighs> next week. We're still checking. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> 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 Plan
0: A seven. We've gone through the alphabet seven fucking times as lap too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we we do need to have a quick chat about strategy before we jump onto the other teams? Yeah. Something big has happened in the Formula One video game world. An
1: yes. F one manager game has been released. Oh, it's it's a wet dream for a guy like me. I bought it. I bought it too. I used to think I was a bad driver. I think I'm a fine driver
0: compared to a team manager, man, because guess what? Ferrari couldn't do the things I can do on that stupid management thing. (laughs) It took me about four hours to get to
1: the first race, and I couldn't figure out how to change any of the speed. (laughs) It was a shocker. So you bought it on Xbox while I bought it on PC, which is what it was probably designed for. I I get that vibe. (laughs) Anyway. I want to talk about my experience on it because I had a fantastic time because I was really salty when I bought it and I jumped straight into the Alpine team and I fixed Alpine immediately. (laughs) On day one, they tell you, it's like day one, you don't need to do anything. I had to do one thing (laughs) and I went straight into the driver market, fired Ock on an eyed piastri. (laughs) (laughs) However, it's given us a perspective that it's not easy.
0: No, it's not. But here's the thing. We've never managed anything in our lives. We bought it. We downloaded it. You figured it out. I didn't. Yeah, what I we're saying six is six and
1: eighth. What we're saying is, is clearly hard. Yeah, I had 17 of them. Yeah. I made 17 strategies because I thought about every possible solution, including the whole Lance Stroll and Nicholas Latifi are on the grid. <laughs> I had two strategies specifically for when Lance Stroll caused a safety car. <laughs> <laughs> and when Nicholas Latifi's to
0: safety car. So, it, look, it's not easy. but no, where it's idiots. fucking not. But you have a whole team of people, whole factories, and you still can't figure it out. We're two idiots. And you managed to figure it out. I mean, I was never going to
1: make it. Yeah, I, I only got sixth and eighth. But, I mean, I didn't screw up my strategy. <laughs> it worked. It worked. So,
0: Ferrari, for the love of God... Please don't ever get your shit together because then we'll have nothing to talk to you
1: about. <laughs> Realistically, yeah. <laughs> the I thing, as soon as they're good again, it's gonna be boring.
0: That's what I mean. That's why. Who's we...
1: gonna become the laughing stock? Who's gonna become the clown strategist? Gunther's gonna have his boat. He's gonna be a happy man. He's gonna be a happy that's man. Th- Haas can figure this shit out. Why can't they? <laughs> yeah. And you <laughs> own
0: them. <laughs> like you own them. So just go and ask them what they're doing. Do you know what at this point?
1: All you need to do is. Just go, whatever Red Bull does, we're going to do the next lap. The, the next lap. All right. Red Bull's in. All right. Charles, you're coming in. And just try that for three weeks. See if there's any difference. And then when you say plan B, make sure your car don't blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop making a blow up.
0: Let's jump on to the Red Bulls. What a weekend. It's almost not fair now with Max. Like, Yes, we've seen Lewis do it, but this is the first time we've seen Max do it, so it feels better.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy crap.
1: Man can drive. He can drive six places. On lap one. Before on the safety car. And the safety car was what, turn five? So, the no, so the safety car came out lap two. Just oh, that's Just past right. the... Just past them. I can't think of what like. It, it, no, it's not like calm... It's not no-name. No, it's not no-name. Which name. I
0: love the fact that no-name corner is now called no-name corner because that's its name. Yep. So the the last
1: unnamed corner has been named. It's now known as no-name. It's the it's the chicane at the end of the Camel straight. Bus stop. But no, that's... Hang on. No, that's in... Who cares? Well, it's the, the, the chicane at the end of the Camel straight was where it came out because that's when Valtteri crashed on lap two. True. So it was when Vautry crashed that it all came out. But yeah. by that point, Max had made up six fucking places. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. And then by lap, was it 14? Lap 14. No, lap 12, he'd taken the lead, I believe. Yep. And then he had to pit. And then on lap 18, he took the lead again on track. Like it
0: just, it it didn't, it didn't matter. Nothing was going to stop him winning that race.
1: Tony Kanaan in from IndyCar said, is Max Verstappen just racing on iRacing on easy mode? Pretty much. Good. It's what it looked like. what it looked like. He's just, the only car that seemed to put up any resistance
0: was Checo, and that's because their cars are the same speed, but Max is just better in it.
1: And they had to basically tell Checo to pull over because Max was getting the shits.
0: Yeah, he, credit to him. He was patient for a lot longer than he normally is. Yeah. That lasts about 30 seconds more than what it normally does, which is only two anyway. So that's a It's usually only agreement. two corners. Move, move. Is move or I'll move them.
1: But Max... Look... I don't want there to be an asterisk against his 2021 championship anymore because he's proven he's a champion. A hundred percent. The drives he's putting in this year, nine wins already. Nine wins. And he's going to win next week, so that's 10. Monzu will probably win. That's 11. Who's going to beat him? And this is with an engine penalty, so he's got six to seven races before he might need another one. Yeah, he's on a freshie next
0: week. No, this week. He was on a freshie this this week. week. Yep. Because he took the penalty this week. That's what I mean. It's just... And he's doing the same thing that Every other great world champions done makes it look effortless.
1: Yeah, he really. It's just like cruise past Alonso, cruise past Dani, cruise past Ch- uh, Carlos on the straight. Like he picked. It was a good race to watch. And then once he took the lead, it's like all right, the race is over. And do you know what the good thing was? Once everyone was like, "Okay, Max can't lose this." TV
0: direction stepped up. We saw a decent amount. Of every driver this weekend. Yep. We watched some really good battles with the midfield. The the Danny, one of the Astons, and one of the Williams. We followed them for a couple of laps.
1: I feel like it would have been Danny, Sev, and
0: Alwon. I think so. We watched them for a little while. We saw, I don't think we saw Yuki at all, but we saw a decent smattering of Pierre.
1: Good. So, it was pretty good. Let's talk about Checo. I mean, it was a good, solid second place. Checo. It's one two. One two for Red Bull. He did his job. Um look, as much as I want to see Checo win the world championship, I think he's he's clearly a number two driver.
0: Yeah, and as I said, way back at the start of the year, the conversation would have been going is we're going to save your career and put you in the best car you'll ever drive. You know what that means. Yeah, exactly. There's no way that contract wasn't signed by him going. I'm not going to cause issues here. Yep, we saw, we've seen him push back, justifiably so when it's fair. Yeah, we've also seen Max give him a hand too. They act, they do look after each other. Yeah, of course, Checo wants to be the world champion, but if I'm sitting there, older than most of the younguns, mm-hmm. I've been handed around teams, and the second anyone with money comes in, I get the flick. I'm not leaving. No, I am staying there. Because Max is a fun person to hang around with. They've got great chemistry. They do. You're in a phenomenal racing team. Mm-hmm. Stay there, man, and just have fun. Because guess what? It's I tell you what. It's
1: got to be fun. Oh, Coming second. B- easily. We'll Most Valtteri. of the time. Ask Valtteri what that felt like. I think the big
0: difference there is Mercedes weren't gentle. Do you know what I mean? Like They were pretty harsh. I don't think they told VB that you're coming into this team to be second.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't think they've ever really admitted that.
1: Yeah, but you've got to be a basket case if you think you're walking into a Mercedes with Lewis Hamilton and you're not driver two. But you've got to look at that situation like, yeah, I'm probably didn't the second VB, driver. Yeah, didn't VB come in pretty early when Lewis is at Merck though? Relatively? No, because he came in in 2017. Okay, so, so it was pretty Lewis okay, had won nah. two, and then Nico pipped one. So he was coming in on their, their fourth year as Constructors Champion.
0: I can get a little bit more of a being like, all right, well, you know, he might have a wrong one or he's had this many, he might be moving on kind of vibe for the first year. But once you realize that man ain't going anywhere, yeah, it, uh, look, it's hard because we'll never know. We, we will never be in a position where our jobs would be to be one of the twentieth best at what we do on the planet yeah we don't know what's going through their heads from everything i've seen checo looks pretty content
1: yeah I, I reckon he'll be kicking himself a little bit that he's not as good as max but it comes down to a natural talent thing with max and there's just no one better that, at the moment
0: no and that car has been built around him since the second he hopped into it yep they has been no consideration to adapting the car to anyone else's style. It's why Danny was the only person who could stick it with Max. Because it was a similar style. Similar style. But, yeah, look, I think Red Bull is going to get the double crown this year. Easily. They're not making mistakes. They're incredible.
1: I I can see Max making a mistake and pulling into the second car pit box next year when he's going to have the first one. Yep. That could easily happen. It'll be Mercedes there and they'll all be like, what are you doing here? Yep. Which well, would probably. Be really, it'd be really funny to see. I still think the
0: best pit box
1: mistake was when Lewis jumped back into the
2: McLaren. <laughs> <and> he <laughs> <went> <laughs> he the McLaren. He's in he's like, hey, guys.
0: And they are like, we don't like you anymore, bro. Yeah. you got to
1: go. <laughs> Nothing more needs to be said for the big boys. The is just spoken about a little bit. There's not much more really to say. Yuki had a forgettable weekend. Pierre got points. Pierre, I mean, it's all going to come down to our pain now. Real it really does.
0: That's going to be the biggest news. That if car's it. not going to do a somersault and get incredibly good this year. No. Next year, they're going to roll out a baby Red Bull. Probably. They're not an atrocious team. They don't make many bad strategies. Like, the team itself is functioning and competent. Yep. It's just not where they
1: want it. No.
2: That's
1: it. Which means
2: a bit, bit of
0: Alpine.
1: bit of Alpine. A little bit of Al- Alpine. So, for Alpine... Fernando had a fantastic weekend, all things considered. <sighs> all things considered. That man is just chaos incarnate.
0: Genuinely, maybe, he's a warrior of chaos. Wherever he goes, he has a good time
1: and no one else does. Keep going. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. No one, everyone's going to enjoy it, so just keep, keep being you. <laughs> and Ocon, frustratingly so, fucking Ocon, and he always does, Okay, when you don't want him to. Yeah, and he came seventh, and that's very okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, a good, that's good haul points. I love railing on him. I do. But he's easy to rail on, but he's doing okay. He's doing okay, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: You motherfucker. That's basically what it sums down to. It's just like he sees and it's like, oh yeah, you. That's the thing. You've
0: done nothing wrong. You're quite okay. You're getting the points. The only
1: reason we don't like you is because you annoyed Max six years ago and we will never forget it. <laughs> That's <laughs> and it. And your contract has ruined everything.
0: It is. But you know what I mean? That's not – when I'm saying it's not his fault, hey, eh, bro, if you get a seven-year contract in the hardest sport in the world, you're signing it. I don't care who you are. You sign that piece of paper. I guess so. This man is faultless for his part in this without realizing he's also the biggest part in all of this. So there's that weird interplay where it's like – yeah. I want to hate you for things you have no control over. But and also you did that one thing to Max and I can't forgive you. <laughs> yeah. And it, the, the, the other aspect of it is too, is like, man, you know, there's all these logical reasons why I should not be so mean and rude to you. But guess what? I'm trying to get a job at Netflix. So I hate you. <laughs> and tweet him. Did you hear what I said
1: about you? Listen to the show.
0: <laughs> That's how you're marketing out."
1: Fair enough. Let's jump on to the Mercedes engines. Okay, so we can, we can skip by Lewis because he had a forgettable weekend. And we've spoken enough about Lewis. George. Had a pretty solid weekend, all things considered. Because coming out of qualifying, Toto said this was the worst position Mercedes could be in. And then we're also running a custom sticker on the side. It wasn't a custom livery, but it was a custom sticker. You
0: know you know how traumatized Toto is when they're like, we're doing a custom livery, and they reeled it out, and it was a sticker. Like, that man fought every decision, and they were like, look, it's a sticker or your job. He's like, we'll have the fucking sticker, and he was proven right because the sick yeah. Only time they changed Lewis's car, crashed out. Gone. Yep. <laughs> they can't do special liveries, which sucks because which, it's... It looked sick what the special livery did. It looked great. It looked oh, old, old school. school. Big, and also, how nice was it to be able to see a car and go, oh, well,
1: that's Lewis. Oh, that's George. It had his big name on yeah. it as well as the number.
0: And then the good thing was after that one, when you saw a Mercedes, you're like, well, that's clearly George because Lewis crashed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but George is doing exactly what he and the team needs. I think if there are an award goes out for driver who did their job exactly how the team wanted it so far, it's him. Yeah. That man, he's hit every beat, every marker. He's not finished one race because he was being a good fella. Yep.
1: And every other race... Top five. Top five. He's also one point behind Carlos Sainz in the championship. Which is scary. He's So Carlos is a 171, George is 170. Which is scary. Like, this
0: man might go on to performing incredibly well on the standings from just being, and I'm not going to use the word consistent because he's not Mr. Consistent.
1: You don't want to use Mr. Sunday, Mr. Saturday, no, mister Can't qualify. Of that. No. Mr. Has Too Many Nicknames. Mr. Has a, a Latte. Who orders a latte like he? Speaking of which. <laughs> here we go. You want to rag on the drive to survive bullshit. Have you seen George order a fucking coffee on that? Because that made me want to punch him. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> we establishes every week. Did you see this bit? No, man, I don't watch it. <laughs> he, he walks in, he's like, oh, just a latte for me. In shoes with no socks. Yuck. It's just, it, it, it's the equivalent of that posh British man. It's like, oh, I'll just have a, a latte for me. Who Why? says that? I don't know. Judging a man off his coffee order and he's just like, well, I'll just have a, a nice latte.
0: No, but here's the thing. I also judge people off their coffee order. It should be no longer than four words. If it's any longer than four words, get a milkshake, you fucking baby. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm done. not wrong. If, You're not right. No. If it is more than four words, don't get a coffee. Coffee's for adults. Yeah. Size, type, milk, flavor. Sorry, five words. Thank you. <laughs> that's six hyphenated oh my god damn gotta cut that now <laughs> that was funny too <laughs> but do you know what I mean like yeah. it's just he is definitely consistent though he's doing exactly what the team needs but I'm not calling him the stupid name also the second biggest my dad's a lawyer vibes on the grid we can divide all all drivers on the grid between the, the two categories my dad's a lawyer or my dad will beat your dad up yep
1: <laughs> Danny, yeah, no, will be one. Up. you missed one. My daddy will buy your team. There's only one dickhead who can that be There's two dude. dickheads for that. One's not in the sport though. No. Latifi's dad's a billionaire. He could just buy a team if he wanted to. I didn't to. know Latifi's dad was a billionaire. I thought yeah, he just had the the coffee, coffee, the, the coffee He thing. owns the coffee he thing. He owns the coffee thing. I didn't know that. That's why the dickhead's still on the track.
0: Right, I thought that coffee company was just like, he's our favourite for some reason. No! <laughs> <laughs> His
1: dad fucking owns it. Oh, and I like him even less now. Because it's shit coffee.
2: It's
0: pretty shit coffee.
1: Go to Seven Eleven; it's a better coffee.
0: I am holding back an entire urge not to spit on you right now. After No, you said I'm that.
1: saying <laughs> if you compare the Lavasa right. to I'm just, go to 7-Eleven. Okay,
0: right, because I thought you were saying Seven Eleven is a fine coffee for all situations. It is inherently not.
1: No, for the price it is, yes it is. It's $2. If I want a really nice coffee, I'll go to a cafe that I trust, pay seven, 6 to $7 for it. Fair enough. But if Fair I'm enough. in a rush and I need a, a decent coffee for a cheap price, it's $2 at 7-Eleven. You do make a compelling argument? Your brother makes the exact same one. Yeah, but my brother's a fucking idiot. I know <laughs> he is.
2: He's <laughs> an
0: idiot. He, but hey... Mercedes is just about there. If this was the worst thing that could have ever happened to them this week, and they've clearly forgotten Germany a couple of years ago. Oh, definitely.
1: They've clearly forgotten the last race of last year. Yep. There was nothing wrong that happened to them. No one did anything wrong. No one did anything wrong, but they were really affected by it. They just made a really bad strategy call right at the end. They did. If they had called him in, two sets of softs, Because Max was coming in either way. Hey, look. Just drive faster, bro. (laughs) <laughs> like Max was just queer. All right, so we're moving on to Aston. Aston. Seb had a good weekend. Seb's had a great weekend. Seb, um, put, Seb put Mr. Border Team into the gravel at one point. It was funny. Look. And then Cro- uh, Crafty and Brindle said, You can't <laughs> even you call, call him a teammate at this point.
0: <laughs> uh, are they really teammates or is it like a paid intern and the old master? Good, like decent qualifying. Very,
1: very competent race. Very competent one driver.
0: Yes, I'm only talking about Seb here. That's it. I'm only referring to Seb. Obviously. It just goes to show that if you you can get a world championship, you are incredibly talented because that car sucks.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You called it from the start of the year. They turned it into a Red Bull. Didn't work much. It's still not working for them. They don't don't understand the car. They don't understand the concept and they can't see... There's parts of the Red Bull that every other team can't see. So you can copy the side plug. You can copy the diffuser, the floor. But there's something intro. There's parts that are integral to that design that you can't see and you can't just go take a photo of. And
0: to add to exactly what you're saying too, is that car was designed with the engine in the vehicle. Yes. You were talking about copying another car's chassis design based off its engine. Now, the engines are not all the same. Yes, they all hit the same markers. They're all 1,000 horsepower. They're all 1.6 liter V6 turbos. They all have the same component, but they all work differently. Yep. And they all are shaped differently. Very differently. And that's why the Alpine of last year was called the Beluga, Mm -hmm. because the engine didn't quite fit, which was hilarious because it's like, you made the engine though. (laughs) Like you knew it wasn't going to fit. They are the only team using it. That's what I mean. It's like, how did it not fit? You're only making this for your car. It turns out the car's made in France, the engine's made in the UK. <laughs> I thought it was right? the other way around. Or the other way around. Who cares? Oh, no. It would be made in... The
1: engine will yeah, be. Yeah, and Stone's Renault. in fucking...
0: UK. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love seeing Seb. I think all I'm going to do is the more content of him I can watch on screen, I'm just going to enjoy it because that's all we get. Yeah.
1: This is it for him. I think... They had to bring up at least four times that this was his last uh, Belgian Grand Prix. And I was just like, why it's did you remind his last everything Grand Prix, first of all. It's his, it's his farewell tour.
0: It is his farewell tour. I can't wait to see burnouts at the end of the year from him. For anyone out there, just enjoy what Seb's doing for the rest of the year. We're going to lose one of the most
1: talented people who've ever come into this sport. Four on the trot. Now that you've said that, his engine's going to blow in Abu Dhabi. Or he's going to go do the burnout he's going to blow his... Bloody engine. He will, but you forgot the next
0: best thing moped doughies.
1: Ah, true. Moped helmet half on his head, <laughs> moped
0: doe. There's nothing that's going to stop that man from doing a doughie. I don't even care if he drags his ass on the ground and smokes it up. He is lighting something up. Let's, and we are semi journalists, so let's talk about stroll. Now that that's over, I think we should <laughs> move on
1: to Williams. So, Albon, incredible. Yeah, he did, he did George things in a Williams. He absolutely did.
0: <laughs> I hate that you've said it like that, that's annoyed me. <laughs> but isn't it good to see his comeback t- to see it being incredibly successful mm-hmm. in the worst car? Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's a- got 3 more years in that worst car. Yep. I don't think he's going to move anywhere if I'm anyone in Williams I'm being like everything goes to him. We need yeah, to he- bring in someone else and and bring this car up. Albon left Red Bull with a shattered reputation and confidence. Yep. It's all back.
1: No, I wouldn't say it's all back, but he, he's proven that he he has the skills. To be in the sport, at least. Yeah. Something that another person, Ed Williams, is proving that he doesn't have. No, and he is. And I, We've spoken off there. I don't want to fucking bring him up anymore. We is, but is it, it's getting worse and worse as well. There's the aspect, too. You know how we're really good journalists? you that know what? That's the last I want to hear about him. Do you know what?
0: I forgot we had to talk about something else real quick. we were going to talk about McLaren. <laughs> we're right. going
1: about McLaren. Exactly. Forgettable.
0: Bad weekend. It was. It was. I do want to have a little bit of a dig at the McLaren pit wall. Go every time they brought someone in, where'd they put them straight into traffic?
1: I thought you'd really enjoy that, that they did that to Lando every time. Yeah, I love that, but Danny also had it. I know. Um, But, As much as I
0: dislike Lando, I really like the team. He's not a bad dude. I like Zach. I like all of McLaren. I think McLaren wouldn't be the same thing without Lando Norris. He's got such a personality for that team. They're the young, cheeky British team, and he's the cheekiest young British dude we've seen in years. Yeah. Better than the other squids. (laughs) So (laughs) there's that aspect. Yep. Uh, But no, I don't like... I don't like any driver having their being limited by their team's decisions in a race. Mm. The whole Lando Russia thing, gold. That to me is hilarious because the team was like, We are doing this. You said no, you learnt your lesson. In this one it was like, come in, mate, we've got your back. And then
1: every time they came out, they're like, Hey, you so like You're in a DRS train, enjoy. Yeah. That was that was kind of rough to watch. It was. But I've got a very distasteful feeling about McLaren at the moment in my mouth, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it was just it was it was shocking all over. I mean, Danny pumped it into Q three. No, he didn't. Didn't no. He just got knocked out right at the end. That's yeah. right. Oh yeah, forget. I what didn't I, watch this, and I know more than you. I just want him
0: to do so good.
1: I do. Also, I don't want to break your heart, but uh. Lando has four times the amount of points Danny has. Not not shocked. That's literally equal to four. Yeah, I did the math. <laughs> I'm not
0: shocked, as so I think it was Brundle kind of said he's like, look, you know, they, Danny was on screen. They were talking about how he's moving out and it's a year early. He's getting paid out, and then I, I think it was Brundle was like, yeah, I went and spoke to Andre Sider, and Sider was just kind of like. All of us had the best intentions. Not yeah. a single person didn't think this was going to work. We are devastated that we could not give this man the car to show his potential.
1: Well, Crafty and Brindle both said that there's not a single person in the F1 paddock who was um, happy about this decision by McLaren.
0: No one was because it was, again, it was like the end of last year. It was one of the few moments in the world where every single human being on the planet was happy. Yeah. And Danny went to McLaren. It just turned out that they couldn't get a car to fit his style. They weren't willing to and I can never confirm this, but because I'm pro Danny and anti Norris, they could never make the decision to direct the car away from their golden boy
1: I wouldn't to a s- developer. I wouldn't say that anymore. It's it's more of the McLaren design philosophy rather than the Na- Norris design philosophy. That was my next
0: point. Was essentially that like I you know, there's no way I can confirm that, but clearly they don't know how to make a car better than what it is now. No. They've made that car heaps better than from when Alonso was driving. But last couple of years, they've kind of stagnated.
1: I don't think they know how to get it better. And they're not willing to listen to opinions. I think the braking style Danny has is a braking style that works. He's proven it. He's won races with that braking style. And that's the that's what the, the clear issue with this McLaren is. is the braking style is... It's not just your simple, you put your foot to the pedal and then you come to a stop. You've got to like, it's like, it's press in, press out, press in, press out. You've got to brake in, sort of that oh, sort of thing. There is, And n- you've got to manage not only your front brakes, but your rear brakes as well. Yep,
0: And there is no computer equipment that will stop them from locking up. So while yeah. you're moving in that speed, mm. modulating, and also at this point. Modulating, that's what I was looking for. Right foot, also still in the accelerator. Charles is a braking and accelerator at the same time. Yep. So, you know, your right foot's going, left foot braking's going at the same time. You're stopping from locking up. You're adjusting your biases. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it is, everything in this sport is infinitely more complex than it is in a normal car because one, they've made them really hard to drive to bring yep. it out to the best of the best. And two... They who, took out some of the modern features like Andy lock brakes. Yeah, they're not in there. That's what I mean. It's, it's direct, but then you've got this new brake-by, you've got a brake-by-wire system that most cars don't use. That it's is an electronic in, brake, isn't it? It's, yeah. So you know how there's engine modes for putting your accelerator on? And in yep. these certain times, when you go in 60%, you'll get this much throttle? Yeah. That's how the brakes work. I don't like that. In certain settings, when you put it on, you're getting slightly... Now, front brakes are standard. It's the rear brake by wire that is the modulated brake controlling unit. Yeah. It brakes. Yeah. And we've seen that. Haas had a massive problem with it last year and the year before. The brake by wire system would fail you would only have front wheel braking and you could not slow the cars down. Didn't
1: Carlos have a BBW failure in Baku?
0: Yes. I believe so. I know someone else has had it, but you know what I mean? They do occur. Yeah. So all of that goes into slowing down for a corner. And this is every corner, every apex, every corner exit that you're making these adjustments. Yeah. If you're not suited to that car, it doesn't matter how good you are. If If you're not fused to it, it's not going to work. That's why you can see Max and Lewis do things that aren't possible because those cars are made exactly for them. Yeah. Danny never had that. It's not that McLaren didn't care
1: enough; they clearly care because they didn't want to do this, but it, they didn't want another eighteen months of this. But it costs. It's costing them millions of dollars. Unfortunately, as as if
0: I was a, a, the head of McLaren, and if this was the options I'd had, you'd make the same decision. It was the only one they were really left with. The car clearly couldn't be changed more to Danny. It would sacrifice too much. Mm -hmm. The car clearly can't be just fixed. Lando still is the future of that team and he deserves the car to primarily be designed to his traits because he's going to be there forever. And it's not fair to force him into a car he cannot work with for two years when the whole point of bringing Danny in was to bring everyone up. Yeah. So all emotions aside... I think it's going to end up okay for both teams. If there's a team you can get fired from and there's a driver you can fire and end on good terms, it's
1: McLaren and Danny. Yeah, but you now it's all dependent on where Danny ends up. I mean, yeah, it does. It's yeah. going to be heartbreaking if he leaves the sport. I do And think he's, he's confirmed that a sabbatical is on the on the table. And that's not a terrible thing either. Give him a year to get his money. I mean, look what happened with Kimi when he went on sabbatical. I mean, well, I mean he, he was paid to go on sabbatical. But also look
0: at Mika. Like when he comes back, when Hakkinen comes back, He's been on sabbatical for 20 years. Fucking, he's going to do incredible things. of time off stuff. You like bringing that up, don't you? It's one of the few facts I can remember about the sport.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I wasn't even watching it when it happened. Yeah, well, you thought it was 10 years ago and it was 20. I have no concept of the passage of time. Nor do I, according to my watching of the race last night. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to say about the teams? That kind of sums up the race. Yeah, we've talked about everyone that we need to talk about. I guess this is
0: part two of the show. We're going to do a preview of Xanvort coming up.
1: Yeah. Due to...
0: Time
2: constraints. Time constraints. Time constraints
0: I mean, we just don't have man. time. Every single... Like, if you've ever listened to us, all of us work full time. Yep. Most of us have partners and other stuff outside of this. This is what we want to do for the rest of our lives. But we've got to make sacrifices to get us to that point.
1: Yep, and unfortunately this week it means it's only one episode, but two parts of it.
0: Two parts of it. So, Zanvoort. Zanvoort. Relatively new back on the uh, agenda.
1: Yeah, but his first Grand Prix was in 1953. It was. It's a very old track, but it's new again. It's new again. It is the only track on the calendar that has banked curbs. You really like bringing that up, don't you? It's
0: so fun. It's so fun. Those, it is like those cars get stuck on rails and can just go absolutely mental.
1: And after last year when we seen that the the quickest line wasn't always down the bottom, it was sort of in the middle of the bank curve as well. Yep. It's dead in the middle. Like, it's a
0: very unique and a very fun circuit.
1: It's going to be very orange. Here's the
0: thing. Like, don't go. You won't be able to see a goddamn thing the whole race. It's Max's race. You won't be able to race. fucking
1: breathe either. not nah, bring a puffer.
2: <laughs> Bring a gas mask. <laughs> All
0: that. <laughs>
1: Surely flares are allowed. You can get in wearing a gas mask, right? That's fair. I mean, they had them at fucking Belgium. You see, well, you didn't get to see it at the end because it was a little focus on that. But everywhere, everyone was just holding up the flares, just like "Yeah, Max won." Yeah, and that's exactly what's going to happen uh, before lights out. They were like, "Yeah, Max is here," and they'll play Pit Stop Boys over the PA again. Yeah, it's going to look. If you're looking... You know how Miami
0: was like, we're going to do the party. No. no Zanvort's going to do the party because it's Max. And that's
1: where Max is from. And it's going to be a sea of orange. It's going to be orange. Lando's going to be like, oh, you reckon they're from McLaren? No. He did that on the weekend, by the way. He found a picture of everyone with the flares. Like, look at all the McLaren fans. And Bill Bailey is literally the only funny British dude in the world, isn't he? <laughs> He's the only one who's got more than one joke. Rowan Atkinson... Yeah, but here's the thing. Stephen Fry.
0: Rowan Atkinson was funny, and he never opened his mouth. Jeremy Clarkson.
1: Yeah, right. Richard Hammond. Hammond's not that funny. What do you (laughs) mean? He crashes all the time. That's hilarious. Right, but what I'm saying is they only have one joke each. What's Hammond's joke? Oh, look at the orangutan using his toolkit to fix his car, and Clarkson's hitting a hammer on a car. Yep, and crashing. Crashing's funny, though. Crashing is funny. To the point where they even made a joke about it in the last special. They didn't even show the crash. <laughs> Hammond, where's the helicar evidence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I reckon he actually binned it too. He probably did. Well, may binned it in the new one.
0: Do you have some track facts for us to give us a bit of a Zandvoort warm up? All right. So let's the, talk about this bad boy.
1: Uh, it's a 4.259 kilometer circuit, 14 turns. Lap record is held by Sir Lewis Hamilton at a 111.097 set last year because. That's the only time they've used this track since it's been re- brought into the sport. Yeah, last year. Because it was cancelled in twenty twenty. Thanks, COVID. Yeah. Fucking max will win. I had no doubt in my mind. It it's a fun circuit. It is it is. It
0: simply because of its uniqueness, bank curves are essentially the curbs go up the hill so you can drive sideways on them, stuck to them. The reason that's there is it provides better stability for the cars in the corner. Mm-hmm. Monza used to have parabolic curves too.
1: Well, they still have the parabolica. They just got the there was the, the oval link that yeah. they used to have. that's. But that was what had the banked. Yeah. That's not there anymore. Yeah, but you're saying it's got a parabolic turn. The last turn's called the parabolica. It's called the parabolica. You're right. I meant banked. <laughs> you did? <laughs> banked. I'm glad you figured that out after yeah, I started talking about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: thank you. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, wait, that's not what I'm saying they got the bank corners, too. We don't see much anymore. You'll never see the cars kind of move like this before. Also, it's quite choppy, a little bit up and downy. Mm. There's no big hills, but there's a couple of, like, crests. Yep. So it is the roller coaster circuit. We have no history to really talk about from recent memory. We
1: haven't no, been there in years. The last race we can talk about was last year's race, and it was a Max. Dominated. Or something back from the 50s, right? And bugger that. I'm not going back into that shit. But what we can talk about is there's going to be scattered showers on Saturday and showers on Sunday is a 40% chance, which isn't too high. It's ninety-seven percent humidity. Well, it's going to be sticky. It can't be sticky. It's going to be sticky. Look, I don't
0: know if the Netherlands is particularly hot in summers or anything like that. I think the weather is going to be pretty neutral temperature-wise.
1: Yeah, 23 degrees. On, is the top temperature on both Saturday and Sunday, 25 on Friday.
0: There you go. So we're not going to – it's probably not going to be an engine blow-up-y weekend. I do reckon we're going to see – Plan B from Ferrari. Oh, dude, it's something I wanted to bring on when I about McLaren. McLaren threw out a Plan G at one <laughs> point, and I don't
1: know. Plan, it's too late for Plan G,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, something like – no, it's like we need to make this – We yeah, it's too late for G. We need to make this work, mm-hmm. which they didn't. And also, we have railed on Ferrari for being like Plan E, Plan D, Plan G. That's a new one. That's out there. I did do some research. Yep. I figured out what Plan G stood for. stood for Get Good Lando. Oh, says, fair enough. And they were like, well, that's not going to work. That's not an option. <laughs> so, there's my conspiracy theory. Plan G is Get Good, and they decided that it's not an option. Fair you enough. Just can't do it. Morons and Vought, though. I don't know how these cars are going to go aerodynamically on this track I think it's going to be a very very big test of all the aero components there's a lot more lateral movement there's a lot more short rises and up and down through those crests yep no one's going to get airborne these cars don't get airborne they produce so much downforce did you not see Lewis get airborne they don't get airborne by driving with nothing happening (laughs) the second you touch them they explode into a billion pieces and they you go berserk yes okay who bins it oh Okay, well, I hate to be, you know, rolling the same joke out again. Didn't I say the other day that Latifi was going to take Seb out or some crap? Did yeah. I not? I remember saying that. No, someone I think
2: you s- said
1: Stroll was going to unfortunately take Seb. That's right. So I was close. Well, I mean, Seb just said no and kept driving while the we <laughs> <know. laughs> it went off. Nope,
0: we ain't playing this game. Okay. Realistically, realistically. I don't know. I don't think everyone's going to finish. I'm I'm pretty safe to say that I think.
1: I think two cars won't finish.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to say we're going to have Zandvoort. There are walls. It's a pretty wild track. I reckon we're going to get a red flag in this
1: one at one point. Well, we haven't seen many red flags. This we year. really haven't. There's been there's been a couple. There's been the Monaco. Yep. Then we
0: had Joe at jo. Silverstone. That it. No, I want to say there was one early on when someone was just kind of beached in gravel or some crap like that, and they were just like, we need to get vehicles out there to get it. It's not safe. We need to stop it.
1: I don't think there has been. But I don't have any strong memories of it. I just... I can only remember the Monaco because it was too wet, and Joe. According to this, red flags will be in the management
0: game. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no manager.
1: Red flags. Real life. <laughs> okay, I've that. got I've got it. There's only been two. Okay, you nailed it. We nailed it. There's Th- been two. Because I went to a Wikipedia page, and we can trust Wikipedia because everyone edits it on the internet. Because only people
0: who make pages on Wikipedia are nerds who care about that stuff. The rest of us don't want to screw with it. <laughs> That's exactly.
1: why. Yeah. Two. And we were wrong. There was two in Monaco. Two in Monaco. Uh, make sure has crashed.
0: That's right. He had a massive one then.
1: But yeah, that's it. So we had th- we've had three in total this year. Two,
0: two in one weekend. Two in one weekend. My big question is: Is anything going to stop Max except for him being taken out by accident this weekend coming up? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, right? Like, there's, a
1: ma- there's no stopping Max this weekend unless you know Stroll's just like, oh, I'm gonna try and get my lap back and then puts Max off, and then we'll see. Max go Hulk. Yeah, I sort of want to. Say, all right, I want to say that now because Max will kill him. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> could Genuinely. You ima- could you imagine that? Like Max just like you just see the wheel get thrown at fucking Lance while he's in the car. He just pulls up. Fuck. I don't you. need that anymore. <laughs> Pulls that thing that keeps the head the headrest, and he just chucks out at Lance. Lance is just struggling to get the wheel out to get out and run. And by the time he's got it out, just maxes out, (laughs) already punching the shit out of it. It's one of the
0: funniest. Old F1 clips is when, like, the two cars are in the gravel. One driver hops out and starts sprinting towards the <laughs> other one. The other driver, you see him look back and go, Oh, no, he's just getting the seatbelt. Oh, sh-. you get your seatbelt, hot dog runs the other driver's like, No, I'm not going to hit you. My car's on fire.
2: <laughs> he's
0: like, I'm not going to hurt you. That's on fire. we got to get the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hope. Look, I hope not, but if that does occur, I hope a real incident happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think Ferrari is going to do well in qualifying. I think they're going to be useless in the race.
1: Oh, shocking.
0: The sneaky person I think we need to keep our eyes on though is going to be George. No, because he's going to do exactly what he needs to do. He's going to qualify within the top 5, he will finish within the top 5. He'll be fine. Oh, so
1: it's going to be Daddy Lonzo. Yeah, look. <laughs> that man is planning something. There's no corners to cut. No. But he's the thing. He's going to find one.
0: You get two world champions, you'll be remembered by nerds for the rest of your life. you get two world championships, that's cool. The, the sport, and the new fans will eventually forget about you. If you punt someone over the edge of that kerb, <laughs> you'll be remembered, remembered forever. Here's the thing. It's and Sometimes it's not about if you win or lose. It's about how many new rules get added to the <laughs> guidelines <laughs> because of your actions. How many Alonzo rules can there be? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, remember at the start of this year, I was like, so we're changing the safety car guidelines because some of us, just you, Max, aren't <laughs> following the rules anyway. And Max is like, what do I do? What do I do? It's not my fault he's a coward. <laughs> 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 pretty much just, I'm going to right here I don't know Zanvort. it's so hard because we've got no data on the place whether is going to change it it was dry last year wasn't it the year before
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh, we can play my favourite game a trivia yeah I love this I think I've got one right every one of the corners has a name and I have them right in front of me Okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a single one of their names. <laughs> i tell you what. I'm going to pick you out three. Okay. And I'm going to give you four options. Okay. So turn one. Right. You can have Gerlach Corner, Rob Stallmaker Corner, Tarzan Corner, or No Name Corner. I mean, I was feeling confident up until
0: you threw the No Name in there. <laughs> But you now st- yeah. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to apply some logic to your clearly fractured psyche. Fractured psyche? Do we need to go get your partner down here? <laughs> Please. No. <laughs> uh, it's not no name corner. It's not the fucking Michael Schumacher knockoff name that you said. It's not Tarzan, it's Garlic. No, it's Tarzan. Fucking goddamn it. I want it turn 6. Okay. Hugen Holtz? It's that one for sure. 100%. I don't even care about the others. That's my answer. CM.com corner? Fuck, it's probably that, actually.
1: Nameless corner? (laughs) (laughs) No (laughs) name corner.
0: (laughs) I hate you. It's nameless.
1: Yes! Ah! Oh, that felt good. (laughs) That felt good. Last one. Turn eight. Masters corner? Malbro Corner, Renault Corner, or Hans Ernst Corner One. I
0: can't imagine it being Renault. Can you just give me give me to me again, real quick?
1: Masters Corner, Masters, Malbro Corner, Malbro, Renault Corner, or Hans Ernst Corner One.
0: Okay, so there's no way it could possibly be three of those options. So those are the ones I'm going to consider. Okay. So, it's either the last one because it's just ridiculous like a Fallout Boys song title. Mm-hmm. There's no way another country would name a corner after another country's biggest engine manufacturer. Yep. So, Renault is 100% on the cards. Yep. So,
1: it's Renault. No. Marlboro, No. The last one. Well, actually, it was formerly known as Marlboro Corner. It's Masters Corner. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say there's no way... They're not
0: allowed to have tobacco. So I was like, it can't be Marlboro. They're actually not allowed. I know that. But it's formerly known as Marlboro. As if Cor- it's not called Mission, we know corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, we've changed it. It's now named after the Long Beach region
1: <laughs> of Holland. But there's literally a Hans Erst corner one and Hans Earth Corner two.
0: Are they right next to each other? Please tell me they're in turns eleven
1: and twelve. You imagine if they're on opposite ends of the oh, track. Oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. But there you go. We got to do that little trivia game we've been wanting to do. <sighs> for like we could do Since more of Silver them. Silverstone. We gotta do more of them. That was fun. That was fun. Because that's the thing. Well we got that coming out. Every fucking corner has a name there. I remember some of those though. So that that one might be interesting. I won't give you choices, that one. Yep. I um, just had to throw the nameless and the no name. <laughs> the same one. <laughs> Your face. I d- I was not impressed
2: with the, the choices
0: I had. You were like, is no name corner or nameless? I'm like Fuck, well, it's nameless, then ain't it? How mad would you have been if there's been a no name here, too? Oh, honestly, man, I would have been so mad I probably would have tried to kiss you on my way out. Oof, That's how mad I would have been. Fair enough. We should probably talk about our top fives. You probably should. So, mate, take us there. Are we doing our points from last
1: week or are we doing our top fives first? I'll give you the, the points. Right That'd now. be nice, actually. You're probably going to be really happy with this. I, I feel like I did well. You sort of did. So, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> All right. I got really lazy last week because I was really busy. I didn't do the the graphic thing. No, but the graph
0: the the fact that you wrote it out, took a f- and screenshot that was even funnier to be like, our graphic design is out. Yep. He's really swamped
1: and unable to create the normal graphics. But here's everyone's top five picks. I need you to put out some I have a passion for graphic design memes eventually too. <laughs> you know those ones? Yep. yep. Anyway, I came last because I chose Charles to win because I thought the rain was going to come and Charles would have been on pole. Little did I know that Charles and Max both had fucking penalties. So, I had Charles first, Max second, Lewis third, Checo fourth, George fifth. So, I got one point for Max, one point for Checo, one point for George. Three points. Three points. How's it feel to be me? Uh, no, I feel more like Dave. But
0: <laughs> Dave doesn't even play this game half
1: the time and he's still Dave, doing okay. Dave had the top five in the championship going into the round and he's still got four fucking points. Yep. Motherfucker. Yeah, it's Dave, man. Seriously. Anyway, Reese picked Max first, there's six. George in second, there's seven. So he's on seven. Lewis third, well, thanks to Daddy Alonso, that's nothing. He had Charles in fourth, still nothing. And Perez in fifth, which is a total of eight points. That's a really good haul for Riso too. However, motherfucker, you, p- you picked Max first. This is my first second, round win. So you got 10 points this off the bat. This is my first round win. Then you had Lewis in third. Well, no. George in fourth, one point. Charles in fifth, so you, oh, I have to go redo the graphic because I gave you one extra point. Fuck. No, I'm cool if you leave. That. No, actually, like- George came fourth in the race, didn't he? Yep. So that's two points. So you're on twelve, and you win. So <sighs> on the up- see you next week. <laughs> 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 no, um. So updating the championship: Dave's on thirty nine points, Riso's on sixty three, you're on seventy six, and I'm on ninety six. Okay. The lead's been clawed back a little a, bit.
0: I tell you what, it's the same thing as if fucking Charles comes out and wins
1: the next week. He's like, all right, you clawed it back. Yep. But why bother? Because, you know, I'm going to pick right this week. So, well, that's
0: the worst thing is it's the one week you haven't picked Max.
1: Yep. And now. And that's I mean,
0: never going to happen again.
1: It's never so going to fucking the happen thing. again.
0: For if you want to know how to capitalize on people's mistakes, do what I do.
1: <laughs> anyway. Dave actually sent in his top five. And so, you'll never guess who he picked in first. It was Lance Stroll.
0: Yeah, I can't believe it. You, what's so funny about that?
1: What? Reeves sent his in too, and he picked the same one. Interesting. Dave actually sent his in. So I'm going to read his proper ones. So we had Alonzo fifth, Hamilton fourth, Perez third, Leclerc second. And for the very first and legitimate time, Dave has picked Verstappen in first. How we, much do you reckon that's hurt? his nuts. That man
0: is more broken than Charles at the moment.
1: He's just had to put him Willingly. willingly. Well, I've won twice this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so did Reese end up getting any in? He did. He did? He did. Now, you're not going to say Stroll Snowder and all that. No, no, no. No, I'm not. So,
0: and I don't know. Sorry, wrong person. And I don't know why he did this. Oh, God. But he had... Russell first. Genuinely? Yeah. Russell first. Charles second. Max third. Lewis fourth. And Signs fifth.
1: Jack, what are yours? Max first. Obviously. Checo second. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in third? Carlos. Fourth. George. Fifth. Leclerc. All right. Mine? Yes. I want Alonso fifth.
2: <laughs> okay. All right.
1: Oh, I want Alonso yep, fifth. I'm in. I feel like Daddy is going to get another fifth. All right, I'm sold. Because Ferrari's going to do the exact same thing and cause a five-second fucking penalty at the I end. I think so. That's why I put Charles in fifth. He'll it'll be, it'll be second the whole race. He'll come fifth, though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put George in fourth because, I mean, he'll finish in the top fucking five anyway. We'll put i not put Lewis there. But I'm going to put Lewis in third. Call back on baby. I'm clawing back. Checo second. Might not be clawing back. And Max first. I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's it's the logical one.
0: Without a doubt. Without a <laughs> doubt. I like the addition of Alonso because he's clearly on. He's clearly like he's right there. That car's also right there. Mm-hmm. Um. We don't know if his car received any damage from the incident with Lewis. Lewis. No, was, it did. Yeah, if and that's, look- that's what I mean. It's like, and he still performed incredibly well with a smashed up car. He didn't complain. You know what I mean? He didn't be like, oh, this is broken. This feels weird. He was just kind of like, I'm going to tell that
1: dude off and I'm going to go home. And take your fifth place. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Anyway, before we wrap up, we do need to go back to news because we missed a big we did. one. We missed possibly the biggest piece of news since Haas. Realistically, yeah. Audi is confirmed they're jumping into Formula 1. 2026. 2026, they're going to have an engine manufacturer. And suspiciously enough, at the end of 2023, the Alfa Romeo deal goes up. It's done. I think they're going to take it. I think Audi and Sauber are a match made in heaven. I think you've got Valtteri likes German engines. Clearly does. They make good engines. They do.
0: Every time Audi or Porsche sticks their nose in a sport, they normally win. And Porsche's probably going to Red Bull. If Audi goes, Porsche's jumping too, and they are looking like they're going to take over the development of the Red Bull powertrain aspect. Yep. I'm excited for it. I think, and I mean, there's a lot of opinions out there. I think the opinions of the current 20 teens matter the least when it comes to someone else joining
2: the grid.
1: Yep, because they basically forced Indready out.
0: Yep. I don't care what the other teams think.
1: It's not about them because here's what they think. This sport would be heaps better if it was only us. That's what they all think. They probably want to fuel them out so that they can have more prize money. Absolutely. So, I don't care the team principals are like, well, the integrity. No, shut up. This sport
0: has no integrity. All of you cheat. All of you take each other to court over the pettiest things. More cars, more races, more opportunity, more seats, is better. New engine manufacturers When was the last time an engine manufacturer? Honda. Honda, It was Honda. And they jump in and out. Yep. In and out. And when was Honda's first jump into the sport? Because that's where I'm marking it from.
1: Back in the fucking 80s or something. And that's what I mean. Toyota for a little bit? Yeah. In and out. Flash in the pan. Yeah, but Toyota dropped out because of the GFC. Yeah. We need massive car companies who can
0: put the resources behind these engines who want to join the sport.
2: No, Lamborghini's
0: no. made it clear they're not going to join because they think designing an engine like that is impossible and stupid.
1: They see no point in it. They're also Italian, so they'd probably just bring another Ferrari, Ferrari light to the grid, pretty much. And we don't need another Ferrari making stupid decisions. Yep.
0: I mean, the big American
1: manufacturers
0: do not, they do stock car racing. Yeah. They don't, these engines are so unique. This is a tiny, this is a little, V six tiny, tiny,
1: tiny engine. These are the most complicated things you can work on. And also they've taken out the most complicated thing, which is the MGU H. Yep. That's gone. No more no more need for that. Because and it was a it was a Formula One specific. And it just turns out not that necessary for the grand scheme of things.
0: Proved it worked, proved it was a pain in the ass. Yep. Moved on. Can't wait for
1: them to figure that out about the Stroll family. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's F one that needs to figure that out. Yeah, I wish they'd just ban father son parents.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be great, man. I I'm excited. I I hope they come in, and I hope they come in, and on the f- very first year, they're bang in the middle of the mid pack. I don't want them to come in and struggle. No, because that's going to give so many people the thing to be like, see, this is why we shouldn't let new people in because they're just going to come block up the back of the grid. But I also don't want them to come in and donate. No, I don't either. I don't think that would be a good look. No. I think it will be... And, you know, F1 is a very egotistical sport. It's all about pride and passion and all that crap. Yep. And if some new kid comes in and dominates them, I can see people like Mercedes and Renault going, well, what's the bloody point? Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're the guys who go... Well, my sandcastle's cool, but yours is heaps cooler. So if I knock yours
1: down, then mine's... Th- you know what I mean? I can see them doing something like that. Yeah, that's what they do when they protest. Yeah. Oh, your sandcastle looks really cool. I'm going to protest that so that the way... You can't, can't have take it. Yeah. Pretty much. That's basically Formula One team principles. I wonder if they've had a protesting other cars into the manager game. I mean, we got to go up and find <laughs> out. So these are going see
0: if we can take people to court. Can you imagine that? You have to sit through a real-time litigation. Oh, that'd <laughs> Dude, be fucking... I like quit. <laughs> Now I know why I couldn't on some boat. Also, once they're in the sport, I hope we see an influx of another three or four.
1: Bang, bang. I hope we just get more teams.
0: I, that's what I mean. I'm, I want there to be
1: about 24 to 26 drivers on the grid. I think that most pit lanes can accommodate up to 24, I believe. And then there might even be some that need to be expanded to have 20, more than 20. I think that might be a limiting factor at the moment. Yeah, look, it may well be. Teams won't want to give up their nice garage space. Of course not. But that's what I said. It's not about
0: them when these decisions are made. I know. And that's why I'm kind of okay with it. And also, do you know what? Okay, so what if we have to kind of grow the facilities because the sport is growing? That's what it's all about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's Liberty Media. It's a business. They are after growth. The Netflix deal, moving closer to the U.S., Pumping, packing the calendar to its max. Yeah, If they have to look at some countries and go, well, if you're not going to fix it, we're not coming back, they're going to do that. 100%. Hope they're they willing to do that to, to do Saudi. Do it. Saudi, I think we could see a bunch of tracks go from that list if they're not willing to play ball. It would be a good kind of way to clean out parts of the sport. But clean out the right
1: parts of the sport.
0: 100%. Please, no war zones. Please no active conflicts. We literally had missiles going off down the road.
1: Please no Saudi Arabia. Please no Abu Dhabi. And Abu Dhabi is mainly just because it sucks. <laughs> it's mainly no, just like driving. It's boring. As the great Kimi Rokinan said, the first two corners are okay. The rest is shit. Yep. So, bugger off some of the crap street circuits.
0: Most of the street circuits. Please. just You know, I guarantee you Turkey and Portimao have heaps of space. <laughs> Jello water.
1: probably does as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. Is there anything else you want to talk about about the race coming up, mate? Nah. no. I think I'm pretty good too. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't connected with us on any of our social medias, please do. Definitely do it. If you haven't hit us up with a review or a like and you've been listening for more than a few episodes, we'd really appreciate it. It's the biggest thing that helps our growth as people who really enjoy doing this. But I guess really, at the end of the day, the fact that you're sitting there listening to us do this, that means the world to us. And I know we're always asking for more, but if you're not willing to, that's perfectly okay. The fact that you're willing to spend your time with us on something that we love means the world. So thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you for a review. See you next week.
1: So give us a quote, Edie, because I'm going to butcher it. I already believe I have. What an idiot closing the door from the outside. I mean, we had a mega start and this... I butchered it. I can't read. I can't read. I'll read it. I just <laughs> love the gif I've used. <laughs> <laughs> the popcorn <laughs> eating. Where was the dirt do- uh the Dirt bike do- uh What you call it? Scooter. What? Moped. moped. <laughs> Where was the dirt bike moped for fucking Lewis on the weekend? Except shed. Fair enough. Seb <laughs> <laughs> was like, I'm going to need all of these. In case These are mine now I still think that's The best penalty given Of all time Just set for riding fucking With two hands off. Like Yeah Waving at the crowd Like hey mate I'm still here Yeah
0: For now like, That's not safe You see what MotoGP riders do right Like it's clearly fine
1: Yeah